Disclaimer, the following podcast contains inappropriate language, lots of true crime, weird stuff, and fan fiction that may or may not be extremely inappropriate. If these things aren't your jam, you can turn this podcast off now. Hello, hello. Hey, how you doing? Good, how are you? Okay, how's your day going so far? Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, was pretty ended with. Oh my god! So we have like we have like a glass, like big, uh, we have like a big pasta um, pot. That's the word I'm looking for. And it's got like a, a you know big glass lid, and because it was so hot, my mom accidentally dropped it and shattered everywhere <laughs> in our kitchen. Oh no! So that caused a rocket so but it didn't get in any of the food we you know checked as much as we you know you can for that but it seemed like it all landed uh on the floor so as annoying as that was you know we're all safe and healthy we didn't have to like make new dinner you know obviously we're not texas right now <laughs> you know <laughs> like things are okay but yes how are, how are you? Well, yeah, my pipes aren't frozen, and it was a balmy 70 today, so I can't complain. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, Did love that we got to bully Ted Cruz into coming back. <laughs> this is the theme song for fanfic and tastic. There's three cool ladies, Sarah, Hannah, Ashley. Usually we, we all record together, but sometimes it's only Sarah and Ashley. But that's okay, because it's still super cool. We read <laughs> news stories out loud and discuss what it means in our lives. And then we read a related fan fiction. Unless Ashley can tuck Sarah into reading a really gross one. So come join us <laughs> for fan-ficking-tastic! Uh, that wow. was amazing. That was incredible. <laughs> that was amazing, and that needs to be our permanent new theme song. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is fan tastic and I am Sarah. Uh, I'm Hannah. I'm Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I can't even follow that now, man. That was just goddamn magical. I know, seriously. <laughs> I panicked and I was like, I guess I'm just going to sing our theme song instead of no, making I, up weird noises. I fully support that shit. I think that needs to be our permanent, um, 100% permanent one forever and ever. Okay. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, <laughs> I'm glad it's recorded so that you can, you know, remember it. Oh, you know what we should do is I'll try to figure out what the ukulele chords are. And then we can <laughs> record I mean, it. I literally just came out of my mouth as I was thinking words. So oh, it's cool. I'm going to transcribe it. it and make you um, re-sing it later. Oh, so God. we have a copy. Oh, Jesus. Get ready to perform. Get me, Come get on. me the words, and I'll put it to a four chord song, and then, oh God. <laughs> and then we'll have it. <laughs> oh my so God, fantastic. that would be amazing if we end up with an actual legit theme song that's just bullshit <laughs> I pulled out of my ass on after, the fly. Like, after like three years. Yeah. Really <laughs> uh, oh, I'm Ashley. Also, we cuss. Dang it. It's so cool. I, I added a disclaimer at the beginning now because <coughs> I usually forget to say P.S. I cuss a lot. Hi. I think we all cuss. It's cool. I cuss the most though. We were, well, now it's a competition. I mean, competition. if we were giving awards, not a competition, whatever, we compete. But if we were giving out awards for who cussed the most in a given episode, I'd win that award. That would be my Dundee and I'd be proud to display it. You're done to you. Yeah. Incredible. All right. Ashley, how's your <laughs> life going? We already talked about how Hannah did not drop plates into her food, so it was still edible. Just okay? Rousing. <laughs> well, as as I've been uh, I'm, one I'm to like, say I'm like lately, having a really same pandemic, week. different day. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> 
true. I mean, I know how Ashley's day was because I ordered her six bottles of wine. So <laughs> hey. Mm. Cheers to that. Right. <laughs> Um, oh my I, god! I, yeah, well, I am so sure. glad I'm Today celebrating already. Today is National already. Drink Wine I know. Day, guys. I'm on my second glass of Zinfandel, so we're all good. <laughs> I know, me too. <laughs> I know. Oh god. I'm on my but... second glass of Chardonnay <laughs> because the pandemic has turned me into a Chardonnay person. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love you anyway. I, I bought those. Um, those but it doesn't give me a headache, so... That are supposed to like alleviate the wine headache from reds, and they totally work. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Um, I forget what they're called. Oh, what's that? What? What? what tell yeah, me. you're welcome. <laughs> Bring this knowledge so to my brain. Yourself. Um, Great. Um, but yeah, it's like a Sorry. little. It's, Sorry. Like, it's like a thing that you. Um, it's called a wine wand. <laughs> oh wait it's like you freeze it and you put it in in uh wand i might be thinking of something completely different well there's Uh, a couple of them but this one kind of looks like a um (laughs) like a tea like one of those like that um like the tea balls that you get Uh it looks like a cross between that and like a brita water filter and you basically like put it in your wine and then like you swirl it around for a few minutes and then it takes away like um half of like the sulfides and histamines and like the shit that um causes you know like headaches oh yeah i was thinking of something that like chilled your wine and like as i was saying it i was like that's not what sarah's talking about at all that is much cooler yeah there's one that's like drops and I heard those are really good too that look like eye drops. Interesting. Um, but I haven't um I haven't tried those ones yet. There you have to like order those ones online. Mm. And the other ones, like the wine wand was at Total Wine when I went to pick up my, my order like one day. So I just got it. Um but the drops you can't the drops you can't take if you're a vegan. Because they have um, egg white Whoa, protein. Oh, now I need to try this. Mm. But they are gluten free. So, um, and I'm not vegan anymore, like totally. Mm. So I could totally try them. Well, nice. Yeah. I'll send you guys a link. Don't worry. That's cool. I like, I'm, I but, am yeah, intrigued. You wanna, you know, go back so it's called a wine wand? Um, it's totally helped. <gasps> okay, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, I only ordered a single out of the six that bottles of Chardonnay. Uh, well, no, excuse me. Six they, bottles of wine that I very ordered. Very true. Only one was a Chardonnay. Yeah, I'm drinking a 2014 so, Zinfandel huh. because, you know, fuck it. Yep. It was in my closet. And <laughs> when else am I going to enjoy like a $50 bottle of wine except sitting here with you guys? So, hey. Yeah. I feel, I feel, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, I feel really like honored. I mean, let's be that real. The wink wine that we get is like That's literally cool. the cheapest wine that I have in my That's house at any given cool. time. So, yeah. No. Meanwhile, well, I'm drinking $3 Trader Joe's wine, not that, two well, buck chuck. Fancy. But, <laughs> you know no, what? It's, it's I joined good. a really bougie <laughs> wine club like a million years ago that gives me like eight bottles a year. And for a while, I was like, I'm not going to drink them because they're so nice. So I ended up with, like, you know, a jillion bottles of, like, really stupidly expensive wine. Now I'm like, fuck it. I'm drinking them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> you want to make I mean, sangria with $60, $60 Syrah? Sure. Let's True. fucking do it. Why not? <laughs> yep. Okay, Syrah, Syrah. Um, you were at the birthday party when it makes I me sad that I'm not over at your house more to make sangria. <laughs> Yeah, it was really good. That, it was delicious. I had 
a lot of it. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. <laughs> but I did mix a bottle of like I'm not eight dollar pre sangria. There was sangria much had by me with my like six dollar um... bottle of wine sangria. So you know, like who can keep it anymore? <laughs> honestly, like. Well, plus, like honestly, some bottles of like really expensive wine taste like shit, and you some bottles of oh my god, completely taste amazing. Like, my dad had like a stupidly expensive, like hundreds of dollar bottle of wine. Very true. And it tasted like someone farted on it. Like it was so <laughs> gross. It was the nastiest bottle of wine. I wouldn't pay money for that thing. But... I've noticed sometimes the more expensive a Chardonnay is, uh, that's such a it, like the worst. I think it tastes personally. Like I, I don't drink Chardonnay because <laughs> I don't like that like super buttery taste. Like I like. Pinot Grigios and Sauvignon Blancs because they're much drier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sometimes when it's like a really nice bottle of Chardonnay, <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I just cool. got a Pinot Grig and thought of you, Hannah. It came in oh my. Oh my god! Thank you. It's Guadalupe. I hate the, um, it. There's a. If anybody likes to get wine, there's a winery in Solvang that um, <laughs> is kind of like '50s vintage, um, like Vegas vibe. Do like one. and they have a tiki, yeah they have like a tiki lounge like if you when you can actually go out <gasps> and do things and so oh, cool. they make, oh yeah you told um, me about tiki it. cocktails like using wine so you <gasps> get like a painkiller a zombie like all the different things but they use wine instead of like you know like rum and um like their back room is like a tiki bar kind of thing it's really cute and okay gonna be one of the first places I go when. Yeah, we all and get vaccinated all of, and we're allowed to do bottles, things. Um, have like pinup girl like illustrations on them, and Cute. a lot of them are modeled on like current burlesque like um, performers. Like a lot of them, yeah, they're pretty sweet. But the current round of wines, yeah, you sent me. They're are all really Disneyland inspired. Pretty awesome. So there's a couple Cute. that are like tiki um tiki room vibe like kind of like jungle roomy vibe and then one that's like walt under looking at the bridge with like the welcome to sign um but one of them is a pinot gris and i thought of you i'll save it till i see you guys and then we can bust well i'm honored especially since you added tiki and disneyland there like wow those are three of my favorite things (laughs) okay i can't go wrong Especially, Sarah, you know our relationship with Tiki, <laughs> T- Disneyland and Tiki drinks. Uh, yes, yes. But hey, if you drink Tiki drinks with me at my house, I can guarantee we're not going to be roofied. So it's all good. Yeah, that'll be a good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, my God, Hannah. Sorry. You're the other person in that story. Oh, yeah. No, it was me. Okay, so <laughs> I knew the story, but, like, I didn't 100%. realize you were the other oh, person. My God. Okay, well, hold on. Just to explain a little bit. Oh, that's yeah. Terrifying. Well, I'll give a very, uh, unlike my drink, watered-down version. Well, now you have um, to tell the story. Basically, <laughs> Sarah and I went to Disneyland. I think, Sarah, was this, like, the first time we had hung out <laughs> in, like, a few years? No. We, we hung out was it that times, day? Or we... But this was, like, one of okay. our first, like, major Disney trips. Yes. Okay. Okay. So Sarah and I went to Disneyland and um, for anyone who doesn't know at Disneyland, um, like adjacent to the parks is the Disneyland hotel. And in the hotel, there is uh, this um, bar called Trader Sam's and it's a tea bar. It's really fun, you know, (laughs) overly expensive, but really fun. Um, And um Sarah and I went there and like this couple starts chatting us up (laughs) long story short uh, a couple of swingers try to pick us up at (laughs) Disneyland Uh, it's one of the only times I've ever used sorry I have a fast pass for Space Mountain as an excuse uh, (laughs) but they bought us they bought us drinks and yeah um we're pretty sure something was in it just based on the fact that like we should not have been as fucked up as we were uh, having had that 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 said the reason why i could laugh is because it's just so ridiculous that a couple like old sw- like they were older swingers <laughs> like oh 
my god and I knew she was like starting to like hit on me because she started like touching my back and then and then they like bought us these drinks and like let us buy the souvenir glasses and when I said that I like we were uh they were like okay well we bought you these drinks so and I'm like okay that obviously means nothing like they, they clearly had never heard of consent before like they were they were you know, this is like yeah. as I'm telling you, this is an awful story. Nothing. <laughs> they were mad. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they were so creepy, and they she kept like telling Sarah and I like, oh like I really like girls, and my husband's got a big dick, and I was like, I have to work tomorrow. Like it was just yeah. so awful. It was. Um, so oh god. <laughs> <was> yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, I'd like to get off for this laughing. Ride, I am the other person in that story, actually. <laughs> So, moral of the story: you don't go on to the dark side of Trader Sam's because yeah, they're absolutely, the creepy corner. And yeah, it was like, damn, yeah. Well, you know, I want disclaimer: everyone was safe and okay, and yeah. you know, we we left, and you know, nothing nothing bad happened. But um, yeah, what a time at Disneyland! Disneyland, yeah. <laughs> The last place that you expect to, yeah. Oh man! Well, I'm very glad that you guys are safe and okay. Always a little bit more amusing. That is one hell of a story. Exactly. (laughs) Well, anyway, (laughs) hello. Okay. So I have a story. Sorry, I have a story for you guys. Okay. So kind of hard to um, miss. Yes. Y'all know about the horrific ice storms in Texas? Yeah. Um, my my friend, okay, so I have a friend that I talk to every week. We we play Among Us together. Sarah knows her. Her name is Ren. Um, like oh. her power is super off. Uh, like, and it's cold in her house, so she actually had to set up her tent in her living room. Yeah, because the tent will keep like the body heat together and warmer than just being in the living room, right? But even then, the floor was too cold, mm-hmm. so she took the mattress off of That's her bed what and then slept in the tent on top of the mattress and like put your floor like so, in like, her living room. And she's all place. dressed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what she's been doing. Like, she's full-on camping in her living room and reading books by candlelight. So Texas is, like, crazy, stupid cold right now. And one of the problems that they're having is all of these (laughs) sea turtles that are normally used to, you know, warm, like, Gulf of Mexico temperatures are now getting what they call cold-stunned, which is where it just becomes, like, so cold that they can't move anymore they're just like confused and they can't move anymore because they're um ectothermic right except that they actually have um this whole group called i think it's sea turtle inc and they're like ready and prepared for this and they have whole rooms where they can put the turtles that are heated and warm and they run on generators. So they've been literally going out and, and just like people from the community who are trained and also people who have boats and the, the ink, the, the sea turtles, ink people have been going out and saving these sea turtles. Um, and they've saved like 4,000 sea turtles so far. Um, and other companies are opening up their large areas like SpaceX. They're the the uh, Sea Turtle Inc. Uh, main building is near SpaceX somewhere, and so they have opened it up to the sea turtles. And there's just like a thousand sea turtles oh. chilling in this building that's being warmed by giant generators, and all kinds of people are donating their their extra generators and their industrial strength generators and all kinds of stuff to save the sea turtles. And uh, oh my one goodness. of them that they rescued is like 150 years old and weighs over 400 pounds. Like it was just, I know it was just really heartwarming to hear this story about all these people That's working together adorable. to, you know, save sea turtles. It was really That's cool. So nice. I wanted to I share it with it. everybody. <laughs> 
But I can yeah. just imagine this. I can imagine those people being like, you know, right? sharing an ice storm. It's a good be story. Like, yes, guys. This is what we've been cool story for this whole time. Like, you're getting way too excited about it. Right. <laughs> they all have their little Captain Planet rings and they're like ready to Sea Turtle go. Squad, assemble! I support it. Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> somewhat related. Yep. Oh, I was going to say somewhat related. And it's definitely a oh, fake story, but it story made me way. laugh super hard. Uh, was <laughs> hearing uh, the, the quote story that the Zodiac Killer finally came out to confirm he is not Ted Cruz and that he didn't want to be associated with him. I saw right? like, that <laughs> and I sent it to Ashley because she doesn't does not want to be part and of so Ted Cruz. Oh, yes. Uh, no, I laughed so hard when I saw that. Yeah, sure. so if you've missed it, um, there's been... But- my favorite of all uh, true crime rumors is I, that Ted Cruz is actually the the Zodiac killer. I support it. Yeah, but I mean, seriously. <laughs> so the fact that the Zodiac killer would actually come out and be like, nope, I mean, why not, not me? That guy's way worse. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, makes me cackle deep down in my little black. Yeah, I might have murdered people, but I did not go to Cancun while I was an elected official. Okay. God. I do love that we bullied him back to Texas. During an ice storm. <laughs> and then someone, someone, I don't know if you guys just heard this, it's like man. more recent, but someone uh, <laughs> like leaked uh, like a text chain between his wife, him, and like their neighbors because they were like, oh, like we're really cold. Let's go to Cancun. And so like totally, totally calling them out, uh, you know, about this BS that he said. About only going for the night or whatever, but I I love that someone was like, Mm-mm. uh, <laughs> receipts live forever. <laughs> Screen caps are remember that. No, sir. Exactly. I right. Love it. I think not, okay. sir. Yes, <laughs> exactly. I appreciate everybody saw, out there who's saw, being an internet uh, warrior. A meme that <laughs> I think it was from a screen cap from Parks and Rec, and it was like, "Sure, uh, the memes are fire, but at what cost?" <laughs> and I do, I do just appreciate that we all, you know, have a sense of humor about these kind of <laughs> things because the me the memes are fire. Well, because if you last year, it's been depressing. If but... you can't laugh, you cry. So I mean, memes are exactly much how we get through life. I mean, and I think the whole idea oh my gosh. of people not realizing that, um, you know, the internet is forever is the same reason we get the rabbit hole that you sucked me into, Hannah. So fuck you. Oh, which one? Um, that <laughs> sheriff guy in Texas that was married and had like 48 million girlfriends and fiancés and dates. <laughs> oh, 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 you did it. Oh, shit. So I was, you know, happy. I'm sorry. What I, just I'm happened? working too hard and haven't checked the news thing. And then Hannah posted a thing that led me into like three different freaking Facebook groups and down this whole goddamn rabbit <laughs> hole. Because of I believe that. his name was Jason Collier, or yeah, some some uh, sweet sweet douchebag in uh, Texas. Speaking of, right? Yeah, um, <laughs> he was a police chief in right. Texas, which um, you know I guess says a lot about their vetting process. Um, who was married and then, you know, was clowning around on the side with like multiple females mm-hmm. as was um, brought about by, again, Internet Warriors who fucking made whole like infographics of all of oh, the yeah. that he was with in <clears throat> timelines. But it came about because he had a girlfriend <clears throat> that he gave faked like oh. forged annulment papers to show that he wasn't married anymore so that his girlfriend was comfortable dating him 
and you know was like hanging out with her and you know like living their best dating life because he of course was like free and available and then at the same time did the exact same thing to another chick um and I guess he didn't know that these two girls knew each other but somehow like one of them posted on Instagram about her fiance and then the <laughs> other girl like uh... saw it or did something and then they decided like one of them decided to just like take this fucker down and it became this whole thing where it came out that he had like faked annulment papers and proposed to his girlfriend and then he had After a sex three weeks. girlfriend yes um and he he has children i believe like they both had children like the girls um he proposed to them with uh coffee makers because you know everybody needs a yes. fucking coffee maker and he also had like and then like as the, one of the girls is like posting this and like literally like posting the receipts oh, on facebook like screen caps and like this was him like last week and then the girl was like oh shit like he's told me that he had to go like you know the dmv and she's like no bitch he was at my house like fixing my windows like it was a whole thing oh my god well it got even crazier too yeah. because like these women were like across state lines and <laughs> he said <laughs> men mm-hmm. really are the most he said he had a part-time job with the fbi <laughs> Yeah, it said like he would like oh like I gotta go to you know Oregon you know when oh, all no. the protests and things were happening like oh I'm going to Oregon because the FBI needs me and then when the that bombing in Nashville happened he was like oh I gotta go to Nashville for my part time job with the FBI so using like really horrible yeah because yeah. <laughs> that's the thing part-timer with the fbi he was a part-timer oh no, it was it was insane and then i think the total count was like <laughs> his wife that he was married to plus three fiancés and like at least six other girls who came forward and said that like one eventually said uh that's my friend's boyfriend he's supposed to be in iraq <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm not laughing like at these women at all it's just the most insane like this man yeah, because the they all believe person. that he was, like, with them, only with them. Like, you know, they were going over and, like, he was spending time with their children and, like, they thought. And, again, sign sometimes that maybe things aren't what they seem is if you meet a guy and two weeks later he is proposing with a coffee maker. Maybe yeah. check mm-hmm. on that shit. Like, it was very, like, Dirty John, like, but, like. You know, the weird thing, too, was, you know, you know, with the comparison I just made, like, Dirty John clearly was going after, like, women with money. This, one of the things that they said was he was, like, very insistent on paying for things and had, like, multiple credit cards. And I'm like, bro, like, rule number one, you have the biggest paper trail I've ever heard of. Like, oh, God, it was just bizarre. Yeah. Anyway, there was like a, a Facebook group talking about how they need to make like a Netflix movie about this. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It was amazing. Ugh. And then it turns out too that like his original when he got hired, his original like biography when they're like, Welcome to the sheriff's department, like douche yes. was like married, father of three, devoted. He's also a pastor. Um, oh yeah, and then and then and kept like, telling the woman they weren't godly enough. Yeah, and then like a month later, I'm sorry, what? When, <laughs> a month later, when they published the guy's um, bio again, the married part is gone, and it just says father of three, pastor. It doesn't say married anymore. So he like literally had that part redacted and God. like removed from his. What body. a fucking creep! So yeah. Oh, he's like, terrible. So, yeah, it basically, so it blew up on Facebook, and then it got brought to the police department and to, like, Texas authorities. So, um, the Texas Rangers conducted an investigation <laughs> into this dude, and he was arrested by the Texas Rangers, charged with tampering with a government document with the intent of fraud, because, again, he forged an annulment to, like, show yep. these chicks. Um, and a state felony, and he had his bail set at 10, um, 10 grand. 
Yeah. 10 grand? Mm-hmm. Damn. I feel like that's again, not enough. It's not with the 10%. Like, he's probably already yeah, out. out. But uh, again, if you want to dive down the rabbit hole, system in a lot of ways. there is a Facebook group called Jason Collier Netflix series, which is what I got sucked into and then never emerged for, like, three hours. <laughs> um, and they were suggesting guys to play him one of which um included and i think this is a really appropriate casting choice dane cook oh my god <laughs> yeah because yeah it's kind of like him he does look like him remember when people liked dane yeah. cook that was so a thing guys would wear like i, I was one of those t-shirt. people once upon a time Hannah, I know this is the only time I've ever been disappointed in you. I was young and naive and tried to make boys like me, and then I realized that was a fruitless effort because I don't even like boys. <laughs> but yes, uh, you can lead a horse to water, exactly. but you can't make it like Dean Cook. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. Absolutely can't. But oh, that man. was yeah, yeah, that was my thing that I got sucked into, and that only happened like that broke what like three weeks ago. Oh my god, yeah. That was definitely this year. Yeah, it was so. at the end of January. But we totally yeah. forgot to talk about it. Um, <laughs> can we, though, quickly well, talk about speaking of um, things, I see talk about anything you'd like. For a second. Because uh, we're watching that really, really shitty show, 911. Uh, because we have legit run out of things to watch. And Okay. Is that think? with Luke Wilson? No, it's the one with um, the guy from Six Feet Under, and oh, okay. um, the chick who played um, Marine's girlfriend in Rent, the movie. That. Oh, Tracy. Tracy Tom's. Yes. Yes. Um, who I totally like, <clears throat> but um, and then a bunch of like other people you know who I've never heard of, and um, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Which okay. I have to work really hard not to call it Jennifer Love Huge Tits because my brothers called her that for like a million years. And so like oh my that God. is the first thing that comes out of my mouth every time I talk about her. Jeez. Oh, um, I have three brothers. It's a terrible thing to work past. I know. Um, but yeah, so they're, like they're, you know, the fire station <laughs> in Los Angeles. And most of their shit is like really things that can never actually happen in LA, like the tsunami that goes over the Santa Monica pier and like destroys the pier and they have to like run away from like the giant wave that is, you know, taken over all of Santa Monica. Sure. Because right, that happens. Why um, not? Yeah. You know, it's like in Sharknado when they could make it from downtown LA to the Van Nuys airport in like 10 minutes. You know, you just you're like, <laughs> sure, buddy, this is cool. But I forgot about that. <laughs> the current episode, um, I feel like they just spin a wheel of like shit people are afraid of in Southern California and are like, these should be the things in our episode because this episode featured the destruction of the Hollywood sign, a mudslide, okay. um, the dam breaking. So, of course, like it like flowed through L.A., you know, because that terrible L.A. dam that's going to, like, ruin all of our downtown. Um, and then, like, you know, there had been, like, mini quakes. And that's what, like, set it all off. And I'm sitting here going, like, dude, these sure. Like, if you just watch this show and you were a fucking alien, you would think that we live in, like, the most. I mean, we do kind of. But, like, there's, like, a natural disaster, like, every fucking day. Because... Of course, there's going to be a dam that breaks that pushes a bus into, like, the 15th floor of a building in downtown L.A. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Jeez. Exactly. Like, it could. It could. I mean. I saw Volcano. I know that we could erupt into molten I mean, lava. And I escaped from L.A. when L.A. broke off and, like, basically fell into the ocean and became its own little, like, prisoner colony island. But oh my I don't God. think that's yep, actually that what's going to happen. Uh, quick plug for no, but I am praying for it. <laughs> Same. Quick plug. Uh, the podcast "How Did This Get Made," which is one of my favorites. They did an episode on Escape from LA, and it is one of the funniest ones that they've recorded. It's so. Oh uh, God. Anyway. 
That one is really solid. My favorite is still <laughs> the Star Wars special. Oh, God. <laughs> Where they talk about that winner because uh, that's the biggest that's the biggest piece of shit ever. And I like Star Wars. <laughs> I was going to say, if you're saying that. But do we need a whole movie about the Wookiee Life Day? That's oh, mostly God. like... Oh, the celebration yes, of life. It's mostly, you know, like yep. TV appearances by um, actors and performers who were really popular in the 70s and then not so much by the early 80s. Oh, God. <laughs> it's so awkward. The, the Wookiee Life celebration is so fucking awkward. I actually have, like, a bootleg DVD somewhere. And I've seen it. Uh, first of all, they sing Star Wars. Like, the theme to Star Wars, they, they sing it. They put lyrics to it. And it's really uncomfortable. But then also, uh, Chewie and, like, his family get together to celebrate the, their version of Christmas. Oh, God. And the whole family sits the whole family sits around the table and has like a full-on conversation with each other about something because you don't know because it's, it's just like noises. Oh it's my just Wookiee talk. Are there subtitles it's or like, it's just no. them? It's like, no, oh my it's God. Just... No! It's no, there's no Wookie. subtitles. Yeah. Wow. There's, and it's like, it's long too. It's like at least five minutes long and they're like, <laughs> And some like, of okay. those Wookiees are creepy too. Like, and you're like, what the fuck? There's like baby Wookiees and grandma Wookiees, and it's 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 all kind yep. of fucking weird. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Any Wookiee that doesn't look like Chewie oh, is just uncomfortable but looking. I really good book that's um, it's about like. They find, I don't know, like some fucking like spaceship destroyer thing. But the crux of it is that something has been released that's like turning everyone into basically fucking zombies. And so um, the main character finds like a little, like a little kid Wookiee, who's like the only one that's like left of his family that's not like dead. And they're going out. But everybody is like zombies, and there's like fucking Wookiee zombies and like stormtrooper zombies, and it's my favorite Star Wars book of all time because that's right. That's so much cooler I than to think about <laughs> the zombies. celebration of life special. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I had to oh, watch that, and I was like, "What the fuck is I? No, I can't. Okay, cool." Well, I'm going to have to try to find this on the internet and watch it because <laughs> I'm highly intrigued. <laughs> uh, yeah, you totally should. Oh, yeah. Get your beverage. Absolutely. Maybe. <laughs> One cannot watch it with a straight I mind. Mean, you can, but the amount of times you go, what the fuck is happening, like, increases dramatically. Yeah. Oh, God. But admittedly, like, I said that the first yeah. time I watched it and I was like, nine so you know it really hasn't changed like Perfect. even little me Age like, like not nine line. Is, like fucking the weirdest thing ever <laughs> so you know what can you do so are we gonna read um, a I guess story we today I need someone to pick a topic though because i have a couple uh, breakfast fuck you okay pick, pick give us... tv show sorry let me be more clear about this <laughs> it's not my fault that you weren't clear um, you said also, pick a PS, topic hannah you missed the world's best story week um when oh, I, oh god when i read ashley it was incredible time story uh, we're never gonna talk i don't know I think oh my god the one where the giant lake squid monster thing fucks hogwarts is right up there that was oh good. what yeah that was pretty good too like just fucks yeah the castle no, or like all of them yeah <laughs> full on full no. castle. Huh. with with the castle yeah that was great uh tune back to like, that was uncomfortable <laughs> for that gem. so good mm-hmm. all right movie or tv show guys let's go Yep. TV. 
Uh, yeah. Anybody? Bueller? What? Did you hear us? Hannah said TV. We bo- yeah. We said okay. TV. Pick a TV show. Oh my God. I can't do all the work. <laughs> I found the wonderfulness that was National Treasure 3 last week. And that was a fucking miracle. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Survivor. Survivor. Shit, you got this. All right. I have a couple of those saved. Okay. Um, yes. Question. Would you rather yes. have to adopt the actual Annabelle doll and live with it in your house forever? Or mm-hmm. adopt Chucky's child and have to take care of that little fucker. Oh, Whose child? Um, Chucky's child, Glenn, who was abducted in oh, Texas like two weeks ago. <laughs> um, Glenn's a stupid name. I actually like. Sorry if we have any fans who are named Glenn. God, no. I okay. Um, so for a really long time, it was like, <laughs> oh god, you broke. Hannah. Oh god, no. For a really long time, I was like deathly afraid of, particularly the Goosebumps Night of the Living Dummy, and it like really instilled this sure. fear of, you know, watching it now. It's it's the cheesiest thing ever. Like I can't believe I was scared of that, but like. For like a solid like ten years, I like let that thing control my life. I guess I guess I slept with a nightlight for a really long time, longer than is probably, uh, you know, bordering into the embarrassing <laughs> territory. But so normal. Both of those sound terrible, but I would have to say that Annabelle still sounds less terrible, considering that Chucky was a literal serial killer. So. <laughs> But his son wasn't. His son was just annoying, right? I mean, he was. Or am I wrong? Kind of awful. I've never. I I've never. I this is actually literally the first time I've heard about Chucky having a kid. Oh, because honestly, um, it's from. He and Tiffany have like weird, of you know, like serial killer puppet sex, and then they produce um, Glenn in Seed of Yes. Um, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn Ray and Seed of Chucky, hence why it's called Seed of Chucky, because, you know, it's disgusting and literally it's his fucking sperm. So um, if you stopped, if you tuned out of the Child's Play series after the initial, you know, (laughs) offerings, uh, then you missed the beauty and wonderment that was. Puppet Tiffany giving birth to little fucking Chucky Jr. And Gross. It's something that I could have lived without, and I like puppets. <laughs> okay, so what was Hannah's response? She, which one would you rather hear about? Oh, the well, the would you rather I said Annabelle. Okay. Um, I don't know. I think I go with Glenn. Because Annabelle is like an actual demon. But you could leave them in that glass that's like, you know, don't touch glass. You go. Yeah, as long as I don't invite any stupid assholes over to my house, that'd be okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Just smart assholes. (laughs) Okay, you guys ready? Yeah. All right. So yeah. since you chose Survivor, I went through my list, and this is the Survivor story that I have, so this is the one that you get. This is called oh, 39 Days, Yay. One Survivor. From... <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I mean, that's and, the tagline of uh, the oh. show. Okay. Sorry, that's all <laughs> it's not that funny, Hannah. <laughs> that's just the show. By, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, Thank you, Uncle Ben. Oh, Solid. no. Mm-hmm. From Archive of Our Own. And this is actually a Kay. pretty recent one. Uh, it was published in December. Ooh. 
right. No. It's ready. Chapter one. The castaways arrived by boat, and one by one, they descended onto the white sandy beach. They were looking around, sizing each other up. Jeff Probst could tell as he waited for everyone to stand on the large blue mat. I assume that's a thing. Sure. Cool. Welcome to Survivor, Jeff said a few moments later. Are you ready to get to it? Yeah, the castaways cheered. Jeff walked over to a small basket. Inside were small wrapped packages. Dig in to retrieve your destiny. One by one, the castaways chose from the small pile. Now reveal, Jeff said to the group. They unwrapped the buffs and broke up into their corresponding tribes. All right, let's see who we have, Jeff said. We'll start with you guys. He pointed to the ones on the red mat. Oh, yeah. This tribe is unique because Fred, George, and Ginny are all siblings. How does that make you feel, Victor? <clears throat> Victor Crumb looked at his, t- his tribe mates. I'm not worried. I think our tribe looks a bit stronger than the other tribes. An appropriate... Oh my god, I just realized it's Harry Potter. Sorry, I'm there now. <laughs> I was like, wait, Victor Crumb sounds really familiar. And then I was like, oh, Fred, George, and Ginny. Okay, I'm here now. I'm awake. An appropriate Gryffindors to take, Jeff said with a smile. Over here, we have Neville, Luna, Ron, and Crab. How do you guys feel? Like this is going to be a disaster, Ron said, looking around. You guys with the Hufflepuffs, Jeff said, and moved on. Hermione, Cedric, Seamus, and Cho. How are you guys feeling? I don't want to speak for my tribe mates, Hermione began, but I think we have the best tribe out here. Bold words, Jeff said. You guys are Ravenclaw. And last but not least, we have Draco, (laughs) Harry, Goyle, and Fleur. First impressions? The other tribe should be scared, Draco said confidently. You guys are Slytherin, and with that, I'm going to lead you right into a reward challenge. The castaways cheered as Jeff began the rundown. One person from each tribe will run out and dig for a bag of puzzle pieces. When you find the bag, you run back to your tribe. Once you reach the mat, the next person goes. There are four bags of puzzle pieces. Once all the bags have been found, you will climb this wall and slide down the other side. Then two tribe mates will solve the puzzle at the end. The first tribe to finish the gets a bag of rice, a bag of beans, and fire in the form of flint. The second tribe gets one bag of rice and flint, and the third gets a bag of rice. The last tribe will be headed to the tribal council where someone will be voted out. I'll give you a minute to decide who will work the puzzle. The castaways were lined up. Survivors ready? Go. Crab, Ginny, Draco, and Hermione ran out first. They each ran to their own digging circles and began furiously searching for bags. Ginny has the first bag for Gryffindor, Jeff said. She was running back to her tribe. When Ginny made it back, Fred ran out. Crab has the bag for Hufflepuff. Hermione with the bag for Ravenclaw. Draco is going for strategy. He's looking for all the bags. Of course he is. Fucking get. Sorry, that was me. Uh, Crab. <laughs> I mean, Jeff yeah. does get sassy, but I don't think he's Crab made it back and then Ron ran out. Hermione was next and then Cedric. Draco is finally back with his bag. Everyone is in this. Goyle ran out. Fred has a second bag for Gryffindor, Goyle has a second bag for Slytherin, and Ron has a bag for Ravenclaw. As Fred made it back, George ran out, and once again, once Goyle returned, Fleur headed for the sand. Ron made it back, and Luna ran next. Cedric can't seem to find a bag. Ravenclaw needs to pick it up. Cedric. Fleur has Slytherin, Slytherin's third bag. Go, Harry. Harry ran and instantly went to his bag. You guys are good, Slytherin. Go. The remaining Slytherin tribe ran over to Harry, and then they continued to the wall. Cedric has finally found the second bag for Ravenclaw. Go, Seamus. Slytherin made it up over the wall and down their side. Fleur and Draco got their own the puzzle. George returned and Crumb ran out. He was the fastest and made it there in no time, finding the bag almost instantly. Go, Gryffindor, Jeff said. I can just imagine, like, little probes with all of his little Harry Potter charms. It'd be so cute. Right. And they took off running <laughs> for the wall. Draco and Fleur picking up the pace in the puzzle. Luna returned and Neville ran out as Seamus made it back. Neville has the final bag. Go, Hufflepuff. Ooh, Hufflepuff. Gryffindor made it back and over the wall with Hufflepuff on their heels. Jeff, Draco said as he and Fleur raised their arms in the air. Slytherin wins. Keep going. We're looking for second and third place. Cho has her bag. Go, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw ran out when they made it to the wall, but their lack of communication had them scrambling. 
Ravenclaw is quickly falling out of this challenge. It's Ginny and George working the puzzle for Gryffindor and Luna and Neville working for Hufflepuff. Gryffindor has six pieces to go. Hufflepuff is falling behind. Ravenclaw has just made it over the wall. Don't quit, Ravenclaw. Jeff, George yelled with hands in the air. Gryffindor thinks they have it. And they do. Gryffindor wins second place. It all comes down to Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. Hermione and Seamus got to work out the <laughs> puzzle. Puffs. Hermione found a piece. Seamus has a piece. Then with another, Luna's figured out the puzzle. She's picking up a little haste. Hufflepuff has two pieces left. Ravenclaw has five. Luna tried one and another, and it snapped into place. Just as Jeff said, Ravenclaw has another piece. They only have three left. Jeff, Neville cried, and Jeff went over. Hufflepuff wins. Yay. The tribes cheered, and <laughs> Ravenclaw looked thoroughly disappointed in themselves. Slytherin, here's your rice, beans, and flint and a map to your camp. You can head out to Gryffindor. Here is your rice, flint, and a map. You can head out. They went off another direction. Hufflepuff, flint, and a map. Ravenclaw, here's your map. I'll see you tonight at Tribal Council. <laughs> I'm waiting for murder. Uh, the large blue flag with Ravenclaw written across it marked the camp as the tribe walked up. Look, Hermione began. I know we're all bummed they'll be self to build a shelter. Seamus nodded. I'll start collecting palm fronds. I'll help, Cho said. They walked away and Seamus turned to Hermione. What are you thinking? This looks like a good spot. See how the trees curve? We can put the shelter right here in between. Cedric nodded as he scratched his chin. I like it. What are you thinking for the vote? I don't know, she sighed. Hermione sat alone, a beautiful backdrop behind her. She looked into the camera. I do know. Cedric was the one that cost us the challenge. He took three times as long to dig up his bag of puzzle pieces. If we want to win, we need a strong team, so he's got to go. Plus, he's a sparkly vampire, so fuck him. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing? <laughs> the four of them worked rather well together when there wasn't any pressure, and they had respectable shelter by the time they headed for tribal council that evening. Dip your torches in, get in, the, in and get fire. In the game of Survivor, fire represents life. And when your fire goes out, so do you. Oh, please let me murder them all. The four castaways dipped their torches in and placed them in the holes behind their seats. Once they were seated looking at Jeff, he began, Hermione, how are you feeling? Frustrated. No one wants to be on the tribe that goes be on the tribe that goes to the council first. Was there a lot of talk back at camp for who to vote out, Joe? There was little to no talk, Jeff. We mostly discussed the shelter. But our shelter is fantastic, Shamus said to friend. It seems to work really well together when we aren't competing, Hermione grumbled. So how do you decide who goes home, Cedric? He shook his head. It's a tough decision, Jeff. We just met, but someone has to go. And with that, it's time to vote. Cho stood and walked over to where the parchment and marker were. One by one, they took turns. I'll go tally the vote, Jeff said, and he went to grab them. If anyone has a hidden immunity idol you want to play, now would be a good time to do so. No one moved or got up, so Jeff nodded. I'll read the votes. First vote, Cho. Second vote, Cedric. One vote, Cho. One vote, Cedric. Third vote, Cedric. Cedric looked mm-hmm. worried, but Cho's eyes were huge. They waited for the final vote. The first person, person voted out of Wizard Island, Wizarding Survivor, is... Cedric he said turning around the vote so everyone could see Cedric was dumbfounded as he stood on unsure legs and grabbed his torch Cedric Jeff began the large snuffer in hand the tribe has spoken he extinguished his torch and Cedric walked out not even looking back we'll see how this affects challenges was it the right decision Jeff asked grab your stuff and head back to camp the remaining Ravenclaws picked up their torches and other wares and headed back. I thought I was forming an alliance with Hermione, but apparently not, Cedric said in his exit interview. I'm disappointed in myself. Day two. Everyone gets murdered. <laughs> Just. <laughs> no. no. I mean, no. that would be a really good ending to the story if it was like day two. Hermione wakes up to silence. Nothing is happening. Oh my God. No <laughs> she wanders around the camp and finds 
the bodies of all of her friends. That would be a dark turn. Does it go through no, all 39 days? No. It literally <laughs> ends on day three. But okay. I was wondering well, I mean, I hope beginning. he continues or they continue the series. Yeah. I just want to address the beginning, but in my brain, it ends with Hermione waking up and everybody is dead because Jeff Probst is secretly Voldemort and used <laughs> Survivor as a way to lure them all to the island so that he could dispatch everybody I mean, without suspicion. Amazing. <laughs> that makes as much sense as any of the times Voldemort right, shows I up in the like book. This would make way more sense. Pretend like, that they're all in a game show, lure them all someplace, have, you know, the camera crew and, like, the safety experts all secretly be dark wizards. And then when they get voted off and have to leave, you know, they're actually killed. They're just killed. Yeah. You know, he could, like, slow burn. He could rig it yeah. so that... It, it, it makes more sense than being the exactly. back of somebody's he totally head. rig it so that, you know... Harry finds the immunity idol, so he gets to make it when he is... You know, like not doing so well in a challenge. Um, obviously, you want to pick off this like other possible stronger players first, so Crumb's got to go. Um, you know, you leave Crab and Goyle for the end because they're fucking worthless. But yeah, <laughs> well, I actually enjoyed that. I I think it was uh, well written, and you could tell that the author really does yes. watch Survivor. Because those are the yeah. exact so words it's that Jeff says. Being updated, um, and if you go on to archive of our own, nice. you can um, vote for player of the week. Oh my god! So, <laughs> chapter two. Oh my god! So I love cool. it. It was updated uh, this last week, and you can continue to catch up. But I just really like the idea of Wizard Survivor. So. I said, once again, that was 39 Days, One Survivor. Um, by With Great Power Comes Great Responsibility from Archive of Our Own. So go check it out. Thanks, Nancy. Well, thank you. Sarah. Anytime. I mean, we're still going to have to read that one where fucking Squidward, you know, bangs Nicolas Cage at some point. But, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Wait, I don't know about this one. Week. Oh my god, how did I not dang <laughs> I was, it? I guess okay. Squidward and Okay, but I really I did love our story last week. But but next week I need to hear about Nicolas Cage and Squidward making well, the sweet, sweet, sweet they, whoopee. Not that they make a sweet, sweet whoopee, but to um have their true love be successful. They have to make the ultimate sacrifice uh-huh. so they can be together <laughs> in Bikini Bottom. Oh. No! And by oh. ultimate sacrifice, I mean they have to fucking sacrifice someone. Now that, this is like buff Squidward, right? Like, that, I oh no, <laughs> it's full on like squidgy, squidgy <laughs> Squidward. Oh my god. Yep. Floppy arm Squidward. I'm very excited for next week. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you've teased and, this. Uh, I will try and find some SpongeBob related um, topics to talk always, about. And I know we used to talk about shit before our fanfic. Uh, watch the amazingness of the Nicolas Cage movie where he basically five nights at Freddy's it because holy shit, guys, I bought it and we had to watch it. <laughs> What movie? Uh, didn't I okay. send you the trailer? Mm-hmm. You did, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll go for yeah, our text again. Called, I honestly um, can't remember. What is it called? Wally's? Wally something? Fuck. Um, now I can't remember. But basically, it's Nick Cage as um, Five Nights. Basically doing Five Nights at Freddy's. So he's a guy rolling along and he ends up having to work at a Chuck E. Cheese ripoff over <laughs> where of course it all of fantastic. the animatronics are um, coming alive and evil. evil yeah murderous robot things I'm in 
Well, we should a set Wally's up a movie Wonder night, Wonder and and you can you can stream it for us, and we can all watch and and laugh and have have ha ha. <laughs> and then we can maybe you can find us another <laughs> amazing Five Nights at Freddy's uh, story because oh my husband God. is still scarred from the I first one that can. you read. <laughs> It was like two years ago. <laughs> yeah, but you never Amazing. forget that shit. It kind of thinks it's called Willie's Wonderland. Willie, Willie, Wonderland. Yes, that just came out and um, yeah, release date February twelfth, twenty twenty one, where he plays the janitor. Yeah, so we'll have to watch that and discuss that shit before next time as well. Yes, please. All right. Yes, please. So until then, (laughs) stay classy. Drink your wine. Drink wine. Drink more water. Stay. Drink more water. Um, Don't breathe other people's air. Uh, Stay inside and do shit. Wear a mask. uh, Wear a mask. (laughs) Stay fresh. (laughs) Cheese bag. There you go. Bye. Bye. Bye.